everybody. Kim here, representing this fat girl life, and I am so excited to bring this new podcast to the world. This is the drag show. Drag is under attack in a very severe way. And I am am creating this show to show the beautiful art that is drag. Drag is like a diamond. You can turn it so many different directions and you're going to see something beautiful every time. Drag is art. Drag is expression. And drag is right. Drag drag needs to be around. And that's what I am here to help show. Now, if you want to support what I am doing, if you want to support me on this journey, y'all know, like, for me, coffee is life. I even have my coffee right here. So go over to buymeacoffee.com forward slash this fat girl life. You can sign up there and follow me and you're going to see all the new stuff that I have coming out. But if you decide to support me, you can do a one-time donation or you can become a monthly member. You're going to get behind the scenes footage. You're going to get member only content for $5 a month. You guys, that's cheaper than Starbucks. So buymeacoffee.com forward slash this fat girl life. Now, today, I have such an amazing queen. I have Miss Gloria Hull. Gloria, take Hello. it away. <laughs> Hello, my name is Gloria Hull. I live in Whitesburg, Kentucky, and I perform over in Johnson City, Tennessee. Now, I want to ask, how did you get started in drag? So, I got started in drag many, many many years ago, <laughs> the way it feels. Uh, I was at my best friend's house and RuPaul's Drag Race came on TV. And at first I was very confused. I was like, what? What's that? That's interesting. And as I grew up and I soon discovered I was homosexual, uh, I eventually became a drag queen as just an escape from my personal life for a while. It was really nice to be someone else for a change. And I started seeing this like, okay, this is Fun. This is why people do it. <laughs> so what inspired your drag persona? The person that inspired my persona the most, it was it's more of like this sh a show collectively. It's called um the Boulet Brothers Dragula. Because especially where I perform, it's a lot of we're starting to see more alternative drag come in, but it's not big yet <laughs> in our little area. And I didn't, I always knew I didn't want to be the pretty queen. I wanted to be the weird, I want to do something weird. I wanted to stand out. And when I seen the show, I was like, oh my gosh, there's actually a style for people like me. And thus Gloria was born. <laughs> okay, so I, I gotta ask, I, I'm making an assumption, Sharon Needles? Um, More of a, Sharon Needles was the first alternative queen that I've ever seen. She was the, the one that would have started my idea of wanting to be it. 
the biggest influence that I have, and I've yet to meet her, fingers crossed to get to meet her one day, is a performer by the name Eva Destruction. She is, to me, a horror icon. <laughs> Eva Destruction. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, see, I'm, I'm, like, as we do this, I am writing that down because <laughs> I am going to find Eva Destruction on TikTok or wherever. Mm-hmm. And we're going to put part of this on TikTok and tag Eva Destruction in it. I am going to try to make this happen for you, sweetheart. <laughs> Use my internet powers. <laughs> so we all know there is some awful legislation going on right now. Mm-hmm. How is that affecting drag? How it's affecting drag, how it's affecting us in Tennessee, uh, to my knowledge, we are not allowed to go out in anything that could be drag. And to my knowledge, it's up to the officer's discretion of whether or not something is drag. Thankfully, we have the bill blocked up until July the 1st, but it doesn't stop the Proud Boys, if you want to call them proud boys and wouldn't call them proud of anything (laughs) Um, and it's to the point that i was there one night performing at new beginnings and i was told that if i'm ever out in public in drag i am to write every bit of my information all over my body in permanent marker just in case i'm arrested to where i can be found and got out of jail it was that moment that it was i realized how truly serious it's getting to the point that I could be arrested just just by having a face of makeup on. <laughs> this is getting to a point of out of hand, in my opinion. Because people are taking this this freedom that we are granted in the Constitution, a Mm -hmm. freedom of expression. And it's being stripped from people. How does it make you personally feel knowing that this is being taken away? For me, it hurts. I grew up being told that I had to be manly and I had to suppress my, the the homosexual side of me. And to know that something like drag that gave me the escape that I needed and allowed me to accept that part of me that took 20 long years to accept, it's heartbreaking. I, I can't, I will not give up who I am. <laughs> I don't care. It's like, but it's honestly heartbreaking. It's devastating to see and to know that potentially these other young uh, kids, people that are part of the LGBTQ plus community, uh, when they come of age, like I did, they could potentially never have the chance to experience something as beautiful as being a drag queen or a king or just anything of that nature.
does it are you afraid yeah i'm uh, there's i am to the point i am so scared that i told my friend i don't even have the money i've been tempted to rip all the tint off of my car and replace it with five percent all the way around and tint my windshield get tickets just to where no one sees me because i'm honestly scared that i'm going to be sitting at a stoplight one day and it's going to be the wrong person there at the wrong time and that could potentially be hurt just because i want to go out and have fun and for all of those that are you know trying to push this agenda that drag is actually pushing a sexual ideology or gender ideology how do you respond to that Could you repeat that for me? I'm sorry. Yeah. Um, for all of the people that are saying that drag is pushing a gender ideology or a sexual ideology, how do you respond to that? Oh, it looks like we are having some technical difficulties, guys. Stay with me. Bear with me. Gloria just hopped out of the room, but I'm hoping that we can get her back. Okay, she is back, y'all. <laughs> I'm not quite sure what happened. Are you okay? I don't know what happened. Hey there, I am sorry. I'm it's not good. too sure either. It's started um cutting up out on your end, and then it it's cutting out a little out. bit. But you know what? We will we'll push through. It what? could have been. It's probably it could be on my side. I'm sorry about that. No, honey, you are fine. Um, so did you hear my question? I did not. Uh, you're, you're back now. I'm so sorry. Okay. No, you're fine, honey. So, oh, we are having, we're still having some technical difficulties. So, you know what? While we are dealing with that, I am going to show some video real quick of Gloria performing. Now, if you want to support Gloria, her cash app is right there on the bottom. You can just go to cash app and then that is where you can leave her a tip. We are going to scroll that across the bottom while I show some of her performances. Oh, and she's back. There we go. Hopefully this time it won't kick me out. I have no idea what's going on. <laughs> no, you know what? That's okay. I was getting ready to show performances while you were getting back in, and then I saw you were here. So before we show your performances, for the people that are saying that drag pushes a gender ideology or a sexual ideology, how do you respond to that? 
my response to that is I would want people to look at me and tell me how in the world I am pushing any sort of agenda, especially after seeing, the, if you've ever seen me perform, I want to know how me or anyone else that I work with is pushing any sort of agenda. We are not here to hurt anyone. We are here to live our lives and be humans. We do not ask, we do not ask your children or anyone under age to come out into shows that are specifically designed for adults. We do have child-friendly shows that queens are dressed extremely modest, wearing long, elegant gowns and covering everything that could be potentially, you know, that it's not meant to say to them, stop coming after us, let us live our lives. If you don't want your children seeing drag, don't take your child to a drag show. The parents that want children to see drag have that right. Plain and simple. My nephew has seen me in drag before. My nephew does not see me any different. He can differentiate his Uncle John from a persona. And my niece will be able to differentiate the same. I I absolutely love that. And now I'm going to actually show some <laughs> videos of you performing. Now, are these age appropriate? Yes, there's only one that I would say that might be a little bit of a trigger warning, and it's the second one. It's just a use of blood. So if you are, I do ask if you are easily triggered by the sight of blood, please do not watch that part, the second, or do not watch that performance. <laughs> Thank you for doing that. And if you guys, again, want no to, <laughs> you know, tip Gloria, support Gloria, her cash app is going across the screen as we do this. Oh my God. I, I have to say, I love the Stevie Nicks twirl. <laughs> I had to do a twirl. That song has a lot of personal meaning for me behind it. Well, that, you guys, that is a prime example of what drag is. It's so beautiful. We're going to show the other video now. So again, she did give that warning. If you are triggered by mm -hmm. blood, if it makes you queasy, anything like that, Turn away from yes. the screen. <laughs> yes, please. <laughs>
are so freaking talented. Thank you. <laughs> that went out. That one. That was a pretty. Uh, it's emotional one for me too. <laughs> That's a song that just kind of like hits deep. Anyways, mm -hmm. I am floored. <laughs> I am floored. And I mean, I've I've been to a lot of drag performances. Mm -hmm. <laughs> that was amazing. Thank you guys, you. And I'm her. gonna be honest. That's the first time I've seen those videos, and sweetie, <laughs> thank you. Sweetie, we call sweetie, her sweetie. <laughs> the second one. Me and my friend named her. We call her Marguerite. <laughs> We had to give her our own name. <laughs> you know what? I love it. I I love <laughs> I love it. I have the honor now to get to close this show with Gloria. Doing one of the things that is currently under attack. I've asked Gloria to read a book. Gloria, I'm going to let you take it away at this point. And then I'll, okay. I've got one more question for you after, or two more questions. So the book that I chose to read, it's called, it's a tale, uh, a tale from the Care Bears. It's Ben's new buddy. I felt like that'd be a very nice story to read. So sometimes you know, we have trouble making new friends and Let's see how our little friend Ben does it. Let's see. Sorry. It was Monday, the first day of a new school year. Ben and his friend Fred walked together. Ben was wearing his favorite cap and he felt excited. The first day of school always seemed special. I hope we, that we both get Mr. Todd, Fred said. Everyone knows that he is the best teacher in the whole school. I bet third grade is really going to be neat, Ben answered. Ben and Fred went into the schoolyard. They saw many of their friends. Everyone talked about what had happened over summer vacation. Then the bell rang and all the boys and girls crowded into school. Great, said Ben as he glanced at the as he glanced quickly at the list of names outside of room 10. We did get Mr. Todd. Now I know this is going to be the best year yet. Mr. Todd came in and began to call the roll. When he called Steve Woolley, Fred gave a groan. What's the matter? Ben asked. Don't you know about Steve Woolley? Fred whispered. He's the toughest kid in school. He's supposed to be in fourth grade, but must have gotten left. Ben and Fred, said Mr. Todd. I would like that whispering to stop right now. Ben turned and looked at Steve. Steve was staring right at him, and Steve looked angry. At recess, Ben was playing tag when someone suddenly grabbed his cap. He turned around. Steve stood there, frowning. This is a pretty dumb cap, right? Only a chump who whispers about other people would wear a dumb cap like this, right, chump? Give me back my hat, said Ben. Try and get it, sneered Steve. He pushed Ben into the, in the chest. Suddenly, it got very quiet on the playground. Kids were staring at Ben and Steve. Ben felt all wobbly inside. He wanted his cap back, but he didn't want to fight with Steve. Then the recess bell rang sharply. Steve turned and Steve turned, dropped Ben's cap in the dirt, stepped right on it, and walked back to class. Ben picked up the hat and dusted it off. 
I think we're in trouble, Fred said. During arithmetic that afternoon, Mr. Todd asked Steve to multiply eight times seven. Steve was quiet for a long time, then he mumbled, 45? No, I'm afraid that's not right, said Mr. Todd. Who does know the answer? How about you, Ben? 56, Ben answered. Good work, Ben, said Mr. Todd. Not so good, Ben, whispered Fred. Steve will be really mad now. Fred was right. Steve was waiting for Ben after school. He grabbed Ben's arm and twisted it. Listen, Benji, Steve groaned. Don't you ever try to make me look stupid in class again. Fred started jumping around at, like an excited flea. You let go of Ben, he yelled, or there's going to be trouble. But Steve just pushed Ben away and ran down the street calling, Better watch out, chump. When Ben got home, his mother asked, Well, how was the first day of third grade? Okay, I guess, Ben sighed. Then he trudged upstairs. When Ben got to his room, he flopped onto his bed. Third grade was not going to be neat. It was going to be awful. How could he stop Steve from picking on him? Ben wished he had never he had never had to go to back to school again. Then from a shelf across the room, Ben heard a cheery voice. Ben, my friend, don't look so sad. Your luck will change from good to bad. Just when you think that you're go you're all through, a care bear will come to see you through. And off the shelf floated a little green bear. Who are you? Ben asked. My name is Good Luck Bear. Hear, hear what I tell. Don't fight with Steve. All will be well. Friend Bear will soon come and visit with you. She can tell you the right thing to do. Then Good Luck Bear gave a wink, floated out the window, and was gone. What did that bear mean? Ben wondered. And who was Friend Bear? Ben thought about it until the time he went to bed. On Tuesday, as they walked to school, Fred said, I've been thinking about Ben. And what I think is that the only way for us to get rid of Steve is for you to fight him and beat him. Then he'll leave us alone. Easy for you to say, Ben answered. But we are not going to fight him. I am. He gave a big sigh. Oh, I don't know what to do, Fred. Last night, someone told me fighting wasn't the answer. And maybe Steve will act differently today. But at lunch that day, Steve bumped into Ben and made him spill his milk. And that afternoon, Steve tripped Ben during gym class. Ben began to think that Fred was right. On Thursday, Ben walked home all by himself. The sky was cold and gray. Ben shivered. He decided that tomorrow he would have to fight with Steve. At supper that night, Ben said to his father, Dad, did a bully ever bother you? You bet, his father replied. He, might, he made my life miserable for about a month at the end of fifth grade. But I was lucky. He moved away. Why do you ask? Is everything okay? Oh, yeah, sure, Ben said quickly. He wondered if there was a chance that Steve was getting ready to move. He doubted it. Ben couldn't get, ben couldn't get to sleep that night. He tossed and turned. All he could think about was what was going to happen at school the next day. I think, said a gentle voice, that you have a problem. Ben sat up. There in the moonlight was a small bear with two daisies on its tummy. Ben reached out and asked, are you friend bear? You said it, answered the bear with a grin. Careful, I'm a bit ticklish, you know. Friend bear floated to the foot of the bed. Steve's not being very nice, is he? Friend bear asked. He sure isn't, Ben answered. 
What did I ever do to him? Nothing, really, said Friend Bear. But sometimes when people are angry or afraid, they hit, they hit out at others for no good reason. Why should Steve be afraid? He's bigger than anyone else in the class. Maybe that's why he's angry, said Friend Bear. He's the biggest because he's a year older than anyone else. It's not easy being left back in school. Does Steve have any good friends in your class? No, not really. Well, maybe if someone treated him like a friend, he might turn into a friend. Who? Friend Bear looked right at Ben and smiled. Me? asked Ben. How could I? Never. Friend Bear said, oh, I don't know about that. It might be worth a try. Then Friend Bear floated off Ben's bed and disappeared into the shadows of the room. Ben was still thinking about Friend Bear as he walked to school with Fred the next day. Are you going to fight him today? Fred asked anxiously. Are you scared? But Ben just kept thinking as they walked along and he didn't say a thing. That moment morning in science class, the class had a discussion about turtles. Steve said that snapping turtles couldn't pull their heads all the way out of their shells. Are you sure about that? Asked Mr. Todd. It sure is, said Ben. He turned to Steve. You really know a lot about turtles, he said. Steve just stared at him. At lunch that day, Ben sat at the far end of the table where Steve always ate. Ben didn't say anything, but when Steve looked at him, Ben smiled. In gym that afternoon, Ben picked, up, picked Steve to be on his baseball team. After Steve made a good catch, Ben yelled, Great play, Steve! And when Ben hit a triple later in the game, Steve passed him in and said quietly, I guess you're not such a chump after all. That afternoon, Ben and Fred were halfway home when they heard Steve's voice. Hey, you two, come over here. Oh boy, said Fred. It looks like we're trapped. You'll have to fight for sure now. Steve walked up to Ben. So, he said, I see that you're acting re nice to me because you're really scared, right? Ben took a deep breath. No, no, I'm not, he said. And if you want to fight, we will. It's just that I thought you might like a new friend. I know I would. And Ben put his hand out to shake. Steve clenched his fist. He Steve clenched his fist. He glared at Ben for a long time. Then, slowly, he reached out and shook Ben's hand. You're okay, he said. The next day, Steve walked home with Ben and Fred. They stopped for an ice cream cone. What I want to know is why you guys didn't fight, said Fred as he licked his cone. Oh, I don't know, Ben said with a smile. Let's just say we happen, we had some help from two very good friends. That was beautiful. Thank you. That was absolutely beautiful. I, guess I thought it would be better to read one about friendship than... The other one. <laughs> I, I, that was perfect. That. <laughs> for everybody who is saying the drag story hour is pushing an agenda, that was the agenda that's being pushed with drag story hour. An agenda of friendship an agenda of self-worth, and an agenda of kindness and love. That is the agenda behind Drag Story Hour. And if you can't see that, 
from that reading, then maybe it's time to reevaluate the way you see. Because this entire episode has been a prime example of what drag is. It is not anything pushing and any agenda besides an agenda of love and self-expression. I want to thank you for coming on the show, Gloria. And like I said, I have two more questions for you. Mm -hmm. Okay. The first one is what advice do you have for any person who is battling the way that you are having to in your state? My advice to anyone who might be going through the same thing, honestly, keep your head up. They can't take us all. They can try. They'll never shut us down. It's just like what has been said before. Stonewall happened for a reason. And baby, Stonewall can happen again anywhere. And we will make sure. They can push us underground if they want. That's okay. We'll still be there. We might be a little bit harder to find, but there will always be a community out there for us. There's always going to be supporters for us. Just always keep looking for the light at the end of the tunnel. And my final question has mm -hmm. absolutely nothing to do with drag. Mm -hmm. If you could pick an animal that represented who you are, what animal would, would it be and why? That's a good question. Uh, not to be funny, I think like, I don't know, I think a panther would be fun. Just something that's mysterious. Like, I like to... I, I, I'm a very, I don't talk much to people and I like to stay to myself and I just feel like that would fit me very mysterious and eerie. <laughs> <laughs> well, Gloria, again, thank you so much mm -hmm. for coming on my show, for putting yourself out there. You guys hit the cash app support Gloria, support what she's doing, support drag. And if you are, whatever state you're in, find a drag brunch, find a drag show, go and experience it for yourself. Because seeing it on a screen is great. But seeing it in person is a totally different experience. And I highly encourage everybody to attend at least one drag show in their life. Now, I am going to announce this on this episode. Starting in June, the drag show will be hosting virtual drag performances. <laughs> and Gloria, I am inviting you to be one of my performers. 
I gladly accept. <laughs> I love it. So I will be reaching out to you with all the deets. You guys, you're mm -hmm. going to be able to get the tickets on the page. I will be posting the link on the page. It's going to be hosted over Zoom, virtual event. There will only be 100 tickets available. There's going to be a limit. You must be 18 or older or older. I am making that very clear right now. This is an 18 or over performance space that I am creating. So you could be whatever style of drag you want. You could perform mm -hmm. however you want. It is 18 plus. Okay. And I can't wait because it's going to be mm -hmm. exciting. I'm hoping to have two or three kings or queens. Mm -hmm. We're going to be doing this twice a month starting in June. So you guys, that's going to be coming up. Gloria, I want to thank you again for being on the show. Y'all nope. go to the cash app, follow Gloria on Facebook. Where can people follow you? You can follow me on Facebook at Gloria Hole. My Instagram and TikTok is uh, Gloria's with an S underscore hole. And that's the uh, on TikTok. You can find all my performance videos that I have posted, Instagram, and you can find just casual pictures of me if you'd like to see more of what I can do. Yeah. And Facebook is where I post or usually where I'm performing, whenever I'm performing. So if you'd ever want to come catch a show and say hello, you're welcome. Okay, guys. So there, right there on the bottom of the screen is the link to look for. Gloria, I want to thank you again for being on here. This has been <laughs> a blast. I thank you so much for your book choice and for reading that. You guys, not only will that be available in this episode, but it will be a separate video as well of just the book reading so that you can have that for your child because all children need to hear these books. You guys, support drag. Drag is beautiful. Drag is art. Drag is everything. Everything that you can imagine and more. So you guys go out there and support your local drag artist. They need your support and your love more than anything right now. That's all I have to say. And that's the end of this episode. You guys, I'm going to have more kings and queens coming down the line. You don't want to miss it. Make sure that you are following. Make sure you have subscribed. And much love to all. Thanks, guys. Thanks. <laughs>